for you know being on this podcast with me tonight um i think when you and i originally spoke um talking about your ig live and just you know me reaching out being like how are you homeschooling like how are you doing this because you know um i've been following you for a while now on instagram and you always have the most amazing posts and you know stories and just you know giving us some insight into your day-to-day with your, you know, five little ones. Um, I'm just like, you really have something going. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and so so for those that um, are tuning in, let me introduce you to Chris. She is a Southern California native wife yes. and mother to five beautiful babies. champion for black mothers minding and tending to the life that comes from them which I thought that that was the most beautiful um, bio slash intro I have ever read um, because I think that it really hones in on you know obviously the purpose that you feel that you have as a mother and as a wife um and it's just, I don't know, it just gave me a different spin on, you know, these are little beings that we've created and they're here, yes. you know, for us to, you know, assist them on their journey. Yes. And um, I think that, that, again, that's what your Instagram, you know, page really, um, that's what, that's what like shines through. Is that, I, know. I appreciate that so much. You know, I really struggle on Instagram just in general Yeah, <laughs> because um, I don't know. Um, I never want to come off as having it all together or knowing all the answers, um, right. but as an encouragement. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that when you choose, especially as a black woman, when you choose um, this path, when you choose um, staying at home or homeschooling or sometimes even marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that um, there's a segment of our, of our community um, that can, you know, feel some kind of way. And uh, for me, um, I just, I just try to live in who I am and um, just be as encouraging as possible and um, maybe shine a different light on what might seem um, average, um, everyday, um, not so boss, um, but I have mm-hmm. bosses <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and celebrate it and um, mm-hmm. lean into it so mm-hmm. yeah. I cannot totally totally relate to you on that note I think that um, you know one of the reasons why I called my page Simplistic Mama was because what for me what I have found throughout my motherhood journey is that it's about it's just about the simple things you know yeah. um and, and like you kind of just said, like on Instagram, obviously, like most of the time we see people's, you know, the height of whatever they have going on in their lives. Yeah. And it's always polished and it's perfect.
perfect yeah. and it's beautiful and it's vacations yeah. and this and that, which is great. It you is. know, I think yeah. that is like so cool, you know, to see those things. Um, but I think that, you know, as I've become more seasoned in my motherhood, mm. that it's for me, it's more about um, new vocabulary, you know, that yes. like, three-year-old has all of a sudden like opened up and um you know laughter and you know cooking just good home cooked meals and you know just just things that I feel like when we're rushing around we take for granted absolutely right Mm -hmm. um and sometimes we don't miss them until they're no longer there you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> so it's just cry- trying to be present and stay in the moment um, and just appreciate all the little things, like the little fingerprints on, you know, all over the house. Yeah. <laughs> that you like all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and just, be, you know, knowing that they won't ever be that small again yeah. or, you know, whatever. So yeah. um, I really like that because I think that it, when you share moments that are, you know, you said, quote, unquote, average, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it grounds us. Yeah. I mean, know? right now we're all grounded, right? COVID. Exactly. Um, exactly. We're in our houses and we're being, we're forced to reckon yes. with the ordinary and reckon with, um, the reality of our lives, what's in front of yes. our, um, yes. where we live. And exactly. I think it's, it's so heavy on all of us, um, where we are in this in this time in this moment and I think we're just even more acutely aware of it um yes in these times and so yeah absolutely okay so um let's talk about homeschooling okay um so so you know I think we started off and one of the things that like we talked about when I was like what is it that you want to like you know, get across, you know, and, and one of the things that you mentioned, um, was how talking about how do you prepare your heart? So I kind of, I wanted to start with that because I feel like that's kind of like the Mm. foundation. Mm. Um, so can you tell me like how, what made you think of that? What inspired you to, you know, I guess homeschool from your heart? You know, someone asked me about that specifically the other day, and um, when I thought about it, um, I thought about so often, because I get a lot of questions about the how of this. How do you do it? How do you manage? Um, Where do you source things? And I think all of those are great questions, and it's top of mind for many of us, Um, but those things can overwhelm so quickly. Um, when you start thinking of the how, um, I think because so many of us have, have so much on our plates, um, and you, (laughs) you start, um, imagining yourself doing all of these things for your child or your children, um, I think it can lead you to discouragement so quickly. And so when I think about preparing your heart, I think of thinking less about how and thinking more about why. Why am I here? How did I get to this place where I felt like this is for us? This is for me. This is the mother um, 
that I want to inhabit and this is how I want to educate my children or how I want to see them flourish. Um, what is it that, that got you, that inspired you? And I think that when we, whenever we feel overwhelmed or how am I going to do this? Take it back to, to why. Um, yeah, I think that's a good place to start before you start looking for resources, looking for, um, you know, methods and, you know, what every, what everybody else thinks, what do you, what do you think? And, um, what do you know about your child that, that encouraged you to, to take this, this journey or, or just inquire about it? Um, I think it's important to start with your heart, um, Mm -hmm. before, before you think about, um, yeah, where to go from there. So, wow, that's, that's really beautiful. And I think that, um, I can imagine that that helps you, you know, kind of stay in alignment with what your purpose is, you know, educating your children, you know, because there are days, I mean, everybody, everybody has days (laughs) as a parent in general, where you're like, right, right. Am, what am I doing? Why? Why is right. this going? What is happening here? Um, right, right, right. What do I need to change in my life to fix this? What has happened here? And I, I don't know. I think it's just, yeah. So you have to, okay, I had these children and right. this is, <laughs> this is what, you know, this is what I've yearned for. It's like that. What is that? That saying that people say, I, you know, what I'm living in now is what I, what I prayed for. Um, and sometimes we just forget. Um, and so taking it back, take it all the way back, go back. Right, 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 right. Take a deep breath. Go back. (laughs) Right. Okay. So can you tell us like the beginning of your journey, like what inspired you to start homeschooling? Um, and you know, what continues to keep you going on those days, particularly when you're like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm from Southern California Mm -hmm. and, um, I found myself in the South. Um, my husband and I moved, um, we had kind of just a crazy, um, kind of a traumatic shift in, um, uh, what he was doing for a living and we we left and went to um, this this place and um, we were there longer than I thought that we would be and I was a fish out of water and um, he was teaching at the time when we were there at um, in a public school um, he was teaching actually Bible history in um, a title one school and um, we lived on a teacher's salary and um, we were in an everyday neighborhood right down the street from a local school. Um, politics in this city were really um, tense, which I mean, I, I think they probably always have been in this country. Right, right. Um, and I just saw such a chasm between um, black and white and um, 
think of the word. Um, just it, it, it wasn't what I, I wasn't comfortable. Um, I wasn't comfortable dropping off my child, my firstborn <laughs> right, right, um, right. to the local, the local school. Um, and I thought, you know, I can, I could teach kindergarten. It's really not a big deal. Um, and I met some homeschoolers who were very unlike me, but they were living in this kind of freedom that, um, I really, uh, thirsted for. And I thought if they can do this, I can do this too. And so, um, I started and it just, over the years, I mean, it, it, it started there, but over the years, it just, I've, I've, I've got a, um, a visitor. Yes, it is okay. It happens. Get yourself something to eat. Okay. <laughs> I fed them, okay? Um, That's what always happens. I, I'm expecting somebody to pop in here any minute. I'm literally, like, I was in I was in my husband's office, and I was like, you know what? No, they can find me. And so now I'm in the closet. Because <laughs> I was like, they won't look for me in here. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Um, yeah, it just deepened over time. Um, I really feel like homeschooling for me is an extension of my parenting. Um, I um, I decided to stay at home with um, any children that, that we welcomed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think at some point, even in the middle of um, when it was about time for her to start kindergarten, I was like, I, I just... I. I thought about my experience in the American education system and um, I feel like much of our lives um, we're raised by this this system and I thought about the things that I didn't learn that I should have learned um, and the things that I learned that I shouldn't have um, things that I carried with me that um, I had to unlearn uh, things that I don't want to pass on to my children Um, And I don't want to celebrate and propagate um, by um, handing them over to the same system that essentially raised me. Um, But then thinking about all the things that um, I didn't learn that made some things in life a little bit more difficult. Um, Mm -hmm. And also where I came from, my parents did the best they knew how with what with what they had. Um, but with both of them growing up in, um, my mother in South central Los Angeles and Mm -hmm. my father in Watts, California, um, and, and just their educational experience, which, which Mm is, I mean, that's a whole other, that's a whole nother episode. Um, but what they weren't able to give to me, I think because of what they were able to give to me, me now being able to give that to my children and remove them from a system or not send them into a system that raised me and my family. Um, I just, I just increasingly felt like, why not? Why wouldn't right. I do this? And, and it's just more of what I'm already doing. I am mm-hmm. shepherding these, 
these children and um, they are my responsibility gladly Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just going to keep on going with that and so everywhere we've moved um, and we've moved quite a bit um, our their their life schooling has come with them so Mm -hmm. yeah wow it's you know it's really interesting because it's first of all you're giving them such a gift I mean and I know that you're very well aware of that but you know um the fact that it's an extension of your parenting you know yeah and and it's really it's like I can imagine that it brings you even closer as a family absolutely um and you know you really are like the steward of their life experience of how they're learning their love of learning Mm -hmm. um and I think that that's such a natural thing for you know regardless if you homeschool your children or not absolutely we 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 are our children's first teachers yes you know um and they look to us for to know the world you Mm -hmm. know um so I think that it's really amazing and inspiring that you have been able to hone in on how to make that work for you and your family no matter where you are yeah that is really cool thank you and it looks it's looked different every year no year has been the same I mean heck honestly most days just aren't aren't the same (laughs) um yeah and now I mean with just how I'm inspired to continue um I think anytime I'm overwhelmed and I feel like, um, I just, I'm maybe I'm not doing enough or, mm-hmm. um, it's, or it's all just too much. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, what we are experiencing, what we're experiencing as a, as a society, um, what black women, what black mothers are experiencing right now, um, Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you with the unrest I feel, I can't even tell you how comforting it is to know that um, there's just some stuff that doesn't get to touch my babies. Um, right. And I, 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 you know, you just mentioned, um, you know, me essentially being a steward or, or you know, shepherding mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to give give them, and I, I've grown in this because in the beginning, I think I I, I thought so much about just um, how I can help direct, but mm-hmm. I I take a back seat a lot more than I thought that I would. I think that they are intuitive. I, I have helped raise children who know who they are. And they do a lot of stepping out on their own, um, letting me know what they're interested in and what they want to explore. And I appreciate the fact that I'm able to give that to them because they are not bound by a system that says, you know, this is what you learn and this is how you do it. Um, They have freedom here in this home that I do not believe the majority of children um, in the American education system have, especially black children and other children of color. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I'm like there, I'm like this mama guard. I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> not my babies. 
I know. Um, I know. There are. I have parameters, of course, and there are there are some boundaries that Mama has right. and Daddy has, and right. but there are other places that the system wouldn't allow for exploration that I do and that we mm-hmm. can and we and we we uh, we encourage that in our home. Um, and yeah. so I'm just I'm thankful that we're able to to do that for them. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a little bit about that. Um, okay. You said that a little bit ago that when you, you had made the decision to stay at home when you started mm-hmm. having children. Mm-hmm. Now, is that something that you always imagined yourself doing? Is that a conversation that you and your husband <laughs> had? Um, did it, you know, because I feel like that's a, that's something that it's a, it's a big decision to make, sure. you know? Um, and does your and you know when you started homeschooling was that something that you and your husband came to an agreement mm. with um and you know does he how how does he support that like you know can you tell me a little bit about that dynamic these are fun questions okay so um my which is this is wild to me um <laughs> my mother was mm-hmm. a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. she came from a teenage mother who essentially did not raise her, um, came back into her life later and is still kind of around. Mm -hmm. Um, But she has very little family. She was, um, I mean, just in and out of the foster care system. Mm -hmm. And um, her story is phenomenal. Um, She, um, she graduated from a continuation school mm-hmm. and, um, met my dad and they later moved from LA to Long Beach and then to, um, um, like a suburb, um, about mm-hmm. 45 minutes from LA. Mm-hmm. And, um, she said that, um, when she had children, she, um, she finally had someone or, you know, or when she had me, she had someone who would love her and someone who she could love. Um, and she stayed at home. And it, this is a black woman in the, um, in the eighties who, who grew up without a, a blueprint for any kind of relational success or, um, baby, I'm on, I'm on the phone. I'll talk to you in a little bit. You got to go tell your daddy, go tell your daddy. Okay. (laughs) Um, so my mother, whenever I came home from school, um, she had a second lunch ready and uh, she never let me walk. She always drove me. I never understood. I said, Mom, can I walk like everybody else to school? <laughs> right, she right. She always packed my lunch. Mom, I just want to eat at the cafeteria like <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> um, and I admired and still do admire my mom so much. And I always thought, you know, when that time comes for me when I have my own children. That's what I'm going to do. I went to college Mm -hmm. and graduated and Mm -hmm. um, had a job and Mm -hmm. quite a few jobs. Um, Mm -hmm. But once this time came, 
I, I, as a mother, this is the mother that I am. There is no, I see no purpose for me as the mother that I am outside of mothering these children. I am a, I am, I am all kinds of things. I am still a woman and I'm still a black woman and I'm still um, a music lover and a reader and a friend and all of these things. But as a mother, um, this role, um, how I embody this role, I feel, I've always felt as if there was, there were, there was no other way for me to, to embody this role. Um, my husband didn't quite come from the same, um, cloth, if you will. And I, I, I remember he's, he's told me and he's told others, um, he was, he was kind of shocked that, um, that was what I wanted to do. He was, he's always been supportive, um, mm-hmm. but he didn't grow up in that. Um, mm-hmm. And he, you know, he said all the women around him, including his mother, they worked and um, he took a lot of, um, he did a lot of, um, he did a lot on his own. Um, mm-hmm. He got himself to school and got himself home and, mm-hmm. you know, cooked himself meals and, um, did a lot of work that I didn't necessarily do growing up. And, um, and so, yeah, he was, he was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, but always supportive. And I think as long as we've been doing this, we've been married for, uh, 12 years. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's how it's just us. Um, and, um, that guy's just supportive in general. Like he, yeah. he's, he does, he's down for me. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then with homeschooling, honestly, both of us, you know, he was a, he was a youth minister, minister for quite some time. Okay. And, um, he, um, ev- all the children we ever met who were homeschooled were, were, were odd to us. <laughs> and so we were like, uh, uh-uh, we I never, I never would have thought. I never, never. Um, But I had this child and we were in this place and I was like, oh, uh -uh, I'm not. And so here I found myself and now I'm like, Mm -hmm. look, y'all get in on this. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. That's great. Because I think, you know, I think that it's really interesting that you know, when, when you're making these, these life decisions, you know, you know, it's like, how does your partner feel about it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do they support you? Because I, from my own experience, like I know with my first husband, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had always had this vision that when I had children, I, I knew I was like, you know, people, some people are like, I want to be a doctor. I want to mm-hmm. be a lawyer. I was like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to be a home. <laughs> I, I want to be a homemaker. You know, I want like I just, and I don't even. I I don't know. I just it called me. Isn't know? it funny when you think back? Because you're like, what? I don't know. It's so. I don't want to say this and like it's so not grand. Um, like right when, when you're when you are 
especially when you're college educated, right? Right. And you're right, like, right. that's what I wanted. And I don't know. I think when we're younger, we don't even think about it like grand or not. It's just like, right. that's what I, wow. It like it makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> like I was always that kid who had like, like a bunch of animals. And <laughs> I was like, you were taking care of everybody. Yes, exactly. I was like, <laughs> I would set up little houses for them and, you know, make, I mean, it was just, I have always been a nurturer by just, it's just who I am, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, again, for me, when I, I got married at a very young age and my ex-husband, he wasn't used to that. You know, mm. he was used to, um, you know, his mother was a nurse, you okay. know, so she was very like, and she loved work, like her whole life was working. And yeah, that's, and that is, that is great. And I came from a household where my mom was corporate America, like mm-hmm. to her core, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that is, that is who she is, you yeah. know, and she's good at it and she loves it. You know, and and that's fine too. You know, um, but for me, like I just yeah. knew that I I wanted to per, to provide my children with more time. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think when you're when you're working like that, it's so hard. It is not hard. It's, it's not impossible, but it, it is hard. It's hard. You know? Yeah. Um. So. You know, that was a, that was a big thing in our relationship was that, you know, um, I wanted to stay home and he was like, ah, I don't like you know, it. You know, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, I think it came down to, he didn't see the value in it mm. because he didn't understand it. Yeah. You know? Um, mm. he, he just had never experienced it before. And he was like such a workaholic, like. You know, and but that again, that's what he he loves what he does, you yeah. know. So yeah. even to this day, like he's still loving what he's doing, you know, and um he's found somebody that loves to do that too. So it's like <laughs> they they work really great together, you okay. know. Okay. Um but that was always like a thing between us. And so when we had my oldest son. It was like I had I stayed home for a year and then he just he just we we couldn't see eye to eye on it, you know. Um and so like I did work, you know, and it was great, you know, I liked it. I I fell really into my role. Um but then when I met my current husband, you know, he had a similar Uh, ideology and a similar background like his mother was a homemaker okay so he was like okay that's the hardest as far as I'm concerned I see that being the hardest job there ever is it's a lot right (laughs) and it's a whole lot right and and I think that like again like I from my previous relationships saw I didn't see it as the value to it you know what I mean Mm. And whereas like my husband now, he was like, look, if you're willing to do that, like, I think that would be amazing. And like, he was like my hype man. Like, That's great. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, he really, he understood because he had experienced it, I think, the value and what you sacrifice, Absolutely. you know, as a woman to really pour, you know, 
everything into, into your family, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think that I have really, because um, I was I was in corporate America too, and so then when I decided to, you know, um, start being at home, it was really him who helped me um, create that role, you know, and that's great. You know, and know my worth and know my value yes. and how mm-hmm. I was, you know, contributing to him and his career and how, yes. you know, so mm-hmm. it's been a really, it's been really interesting. And that's why I asked you, you know, what your experience was like. And I think that it's really uh, cool that um, your husband was like, okay, if this is what you want to do. Like I'm on board. Like, yeah, yeah this, is, this is for us. Cause I think that's important to communicate that. And absolutely, you know, for you guys to share for us all to share the vision, you know, with our spouses, it's really important. It would be very difficult. I, and I know there are, there are women out there who, who do this, um, mm-hmm. even without, um, the same kind of support, but I can write such difficulty in that, um, I mean, it, just in a marriage in general, anytime you and your spouse with something so intrinsic or so, um, so intense or such a big aspect of your life to not have a supportive partner, it's just, it's, it's a really difficult, mm-hmm. um, really difficult thing. And, um, Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. okay. So I know that you have five babies. Can you yes. tell me? their ages and you know how do you manage multiple ages and homeschooling them okay give me an idea what that looks like so they are 10 8 6 5 and 3 um so (laughs) when you um I don't I I tell them what grade they're in just Mm -hmm. so that if we're ever in the grocery (laughs) store and someone's like oh like literal insurance you know just so no one shows up at the door like your kids weren't in look um but (laughs) so I have like a rising fifth third first kindergarten and and pre-k um and when it comes to managing um um multiple ages or, or grade levels um We've talked about this before. Um, I try to do as much um, teaching um, or as much, I present as much material as possible that's fluid. Um, um, a book, um, let's, let's say we're reading Charlotte's web. Um, the, the three-year-old could, could hear spider or pig and think about it in her own little three-year-old mind, the way she's going to think about, um, this story. Um, and my 10-year-old might, you know, go all the way into the dynamics of this friendship and, um, um, this, this little girl's relationship with her parents and her brother and her, um, anything that I can do to, um, to cover everyone and allow them to, to take it in on their level. I do. 
Um, so reading aloud um, and whatever, ex- you know, everyday life experiences, you know, museums and libraries, wherever we go, whatever we do, um, I try to have blanket um, experiences and blanket materials that can just cover a multitude of, of, um, of ranges, if you will. Um, yeah. But then there are certain things that I... Um, that I, I would say like private tutor, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, some of the kids might be playing in the backyard and I'll pull a kid in to do a reading lesson, one-on-one, um, and then, you know, say, hey, go grab your sister and that one will come in and, you know, we might do, um, you know, a math lesson that's specifically at where they are versus where, okay. you know, the baby might be. Um, right. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think the only thing that keeps me um, even besides wanting the children to know um, what grade level they are. So when they're out here in this world, in these streets, you know, <laughs> they're not just, right, right. you know, wandering. Um, right. I, um, because I have the standardized test here in the state mm-hmm. of North Carolina, um, some things I kind of do have to, I don't know, have to, but I feel a little bit of pressure to, um, um, at least keep them at grade level or above mm-hmm. on certain key things like mm-hmm. reading or writing or arithmetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't always hit the, hit the, um, mark on that. Um, Mm -hmm. just because, you know, children get things when they get them. Um, and so I try not to be too hard on myself about that. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult with standardized testing because, um, I, I, I would probably say I'm a bit of an overachiever. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> when something mm-hmm. comes back and I'm like, Hey, like, I know, right. like, I know they're much more fluent in this than this is saying, or like, Whoa, um, they're really, you know, far ahead in this. Um, right. I don't know. I'm, um, yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, I mean, this is actually one of the questions I was going to ask you. Okay. The perfect lead in. Like, is it, do you find it difficult to like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. If, I don't What word am I looking for? Like meet to, to, the requirements? Yeah, I was say, to meet the state requirements. I know they're different everywhere. They are. Absolutely. Um, yeah. My state requirements, I don't think are too difficult to meet. Um, you do have to have a high school diploma. Um, and you have to, um, um, upload that in an, you know, internet, internet based system. Um, you file a a letter of intent, which is, I mean, super basic. Like, I don't even remember it being more than me, like typing my name into something. Um, and you have to operate, um, on a normal, uh, schedule. So say like nine months out of the year, um, you know, you're allowed to take holidays just like, you know, the, right. the system is, right. um, and you have to stay, you have to keep immunization records on file here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if there's an opt out with that. Um, mm-hmm. and 
You also have to standardize tests every year, um, which I really don't like, but um, obviously you have to do it. So, um, and even I think, I think, um, I think the local public school system, I feel like they have to, to do, they do tests maybe in third grade. And then Mm -hmm. there are a few years that pass before they have to do it again. But homeschoolers have to do it every year, starting at seven years old, because that's when school is compulsory here. Wow. So, um, yeah. Hmm. Do you know, do you know the why behind that? Like, why do they have to? (sighs) I was reading about it the other day because I was like, I'm, (laughs) I'm in this stage right now in my life. I'm in a lot of stages in my life right now (laughs) where I'm like, you know what? You know what I'm not about to do? Right, right. Okay. (laughs) That doesn't make sense to anybody. Y'all not about to have my kids. (laughs) Right. Anyways, so I got online and I saw an article where someone was talking about um, having to... Okay, in the state of North Carolina, you can not opt out of standardized testing when you're in the system, but you can refuse the test. But there might be ramifications maybe on the school's part where if those if they don't have a certain amount of tests then they don't get a certain amount of funding and so it sounds like there's that pressure to I would imagine that the administration would pressure parents into hey you have to do this because if you don't do this you know we won't get this Mm -hmm. Um, and I think with homeschoolers which I get this to a certain degree. Um, I don't necessarily understand it with standardized testing. I don't feel like it's a it's a good gauge necessarily. Right. Um, right. But um, I get wanting some oversight um, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's the kind of oversight that's necessary. Um, right. <sighs> Yeah, and we can go off into the weeds in this. Like, right, right. No, I, I think um, I know here in Pennsylvania, for example, because I've always thought that standardized. Has, I've just never agreed with it. I'm like, Ugh. if a student is in a classroom and they're performing and they're, they just might not and be great. And they're test. trying, right? You know, you know? like yes. why are we going? I just, I, I absolutely, I hate it, you know, absolutely. Because I know that growing up, like I was a horrible me too I still am right (laughs) terrible and it wasn't and I think for myself at least like it wasn't that I didn't know the information it was just like the anxiety of taking the test right would just and then it's timed and yes and I was just like oh my gosh like why you know yes it's like and I know that like my older son he experiences that same like mom it was just so long and I yes. just you know and I'm like I'm so I'm like okay well as long as you try your best I you know I don't say I could care less but in my it's head all I can ask for exactly I'm <laughs> like I'm like you know what just yeah. try your best I'm like yeah. this is just practice don't put so much pressure on yeah. yourself like just go in there and you know just do your best you know yeah. get a good night rest yeah like, don't worry about it you know yeah um but here in Pennsylvania what they do is if you don't have your child participate they will put them in the lowest level yeah <laughs> of classes so mm. they could have like straight A's in a class 
not take it because their parents don't want them, you know, to be labeled mm. and they, they have to be in, you know, like a remedial course. For yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? So it's like they're penalized. Which yeah. Zero sense. It does. Know? Yeah. I, I, you know, I think at the end of the day, um, um, these systems function um, to, this is going to, I'm going to go there. Um, <laughs> they function in a, for a lot of reasons. Um, and, and, and I think in a lot of negative ways, but, um, in this thing, in this in particular, um, um, we know better than you do. And, um, I think there's always this kind of like, um, I need to make sure, um, your parents, or where you come from or whatever is in line with what it is that we want to, whatever product we want to make of you. And so, um, and they're always trying to, you know, keep their butts covered. Um, right. so right. yeah. Um, the, yeah. I think for, obviously for homeschoolers, I think it's just a, how can we keep oversight and tabs on, on you? Um, right. and they also say in the literature, like on this, you know, state website, like mm-hmm. if you were to, you know, put your kid back into, you know, public school or private school, it's up to the discretion mm-hmm. of the principal and probably based on some of these test scores to determine mm-hmm. where they belong. Um, right. And so, um, yeah, I, <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, what do you, okay. So if a person is thinking about, you know, homeschooling, uh-huh. you know, where they have no clue where to start. Yeah. Right. Like, where would you tell them to begin? Like, or do you have like some resources that you consider yeah. or go to? Um, is it like you kind of mentioned at the beginning of this? Is it just something like kind of sit with yourself yeah. first and kind of go from there? Because something that you said that like made so much sense to me. But I know that I immediately, because I think from being in the system for so long, mm-hmm. it's like, you're like, what am I supposed yes. to do? Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. You're like, because I like, I remember messaging you and be like, what curriculum do you yeah. use? Yeah, what's like, the syllabus? Where, right, exactly. Like, yeah. where do I need to buy it? Yeah. So I could just go, you know, because yeah. it's like, you're not, it's like, I, and I was like, wow, like, I didn't even take a minute to be like, okay, this is where my little guy's at. What could, what are we already doing? What kind of, it, I didn't even ask that question. First. We were raised in this system to not right. trust ourselves and right. to not listen to ourselves. And so right. we have to de-school. Like it's the mm-hmm. first thing we have to do. And then yeah. we have to sit in with ourselves and listen, really listen mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. where our heart is leading us and why. Um, and then of course, exp- you, if you're at home at this point, or, mm-hmm. um, if you have been, I mean, everybody's at home right now, right? right but, right. um, <laughs> if you have been in tune with where your child is, who your child is, I think that's a great place to start. But obviously the next thing is what is your state's law? Like, what are your state's mm-hmm. laws? Um, you want to make sure you're in compliance because you don't want there to be any reason why, um, 
you know, this could all just be upended. Um, right. And so um, the homeschool, uh, what is it? HSLD, I think it's HSLDA, Homeschool Legal mm-hmm. Defense Association.org. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They have, and I'm not a member. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel the need, but um they're, they have a, like a state drop down list. Um, gotcha. if, if you have a hard time, like if, if you Google your state and you just can't find it, you can go there, find your state, click on it, and they'll give you like a succinct synopsis of what your state mm-hmm. requires. And they'll provide a link to your state's website. Um, okay. And I would start there. Um, okay. And then maybe just think a little bit about um, how you would like to style yourself um you know some people really like to hook up with um others and maybe another organization um some people um take great comfort in kind of still having that school structure um that the system um has and so you've got people who will sign up for you know different co-ops that have more of an academic structure um that maybe you feel like you can't stay on top of at home um, and you need that extra that extra push um, and then other people are like off the grid like mm-hmm. I don't want nobody touching nothing <laughs> about nothing right right right, right. Um, I'm probably I probably lean more towards that <laughs> mm-hmm. although I'm not I feel like I'm not as wild as it can mm-hmm. get <laughs> right right but, um, I like to choose I like to stay um unattached in some ways so that I can attach myself and, and, and lean in whenever and however feels best at whatever time. So, um, I like to be able to meet up with, um, our friends, um, you know, when, when it works for us. And, um, I like, we like to be able to travel with dad when he's out on business pre COVID, Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I, I like spontaneity. I, I mm-hmm. not even that I like it. I feel like I have to like it. Um, right. you know, <laughs> I, I cannot, um, function based on anyone else's, um, schedule. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, where, where some people, you know, every Thursday meet up with their, you know, for example, their classical conversations group, like I can't, I can't do it. Right. I, I have to, <laughs> I have to be ready um, any given day to kind of just, you know what, mm-hmm. we are going to walk outside the door today and go for a walk and we'll be back home when we feel like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somebody peed themselves and we've got to do a bath right, right now. Like, it's just not where I am in life. Um, so I think it's important for for you to realize where you are um, and lean into that instead of um, maybe doing your best to structure yourself based on where you think you should be. Um, I think there are times for that, but uh, not so much in the beginning. Lean into whatever it is that that you're 
your life is 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 rooted in right now like you were yeah. you were in your third trimester of a, of, of your pregnancy um <laughs> this is not the time for um <laughs> whatever right. you know somebody else's program right. has going right. on like you've got to do your thing right now so um and and just allow yourself to yeah. um do more governing of, of yourself and your time and what you see is best for, for you and your family. Um, and yeah, that, that is something that we really, really have to, um, to, to un, right. un, we have to learn to do right. it's, I think a lot of us, um, right. we didn't grow right. up living quite like that. Like, right. Oh, I can, I can, I can choose what what we're gonna, or or he he, right, can, he can just right. like that. And There's we can so lean all the way into that. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, there's so much freedom, and it's you know it's yes. amazing that I mean it makes sense. Like like we've been talking about when you've been in a system your whole life, you don't know any different. You know, um, but it sure does no. make a lot more sense. <laughs> to to just to just you know follow your intuition and to follow <laughs> your children and let them lead um yes. because that really is how I feel like they learn yes. the best so yeah so is there anything else now that we're, we're gonna wrap this conversation up even though I could talk to you for like another hour um about this so we'll definitely have to have you come <laughs> back on but is, is there anything else that sticks out in your mind that you want to share with anybody that's listening? <laughs> I'm going to go okay, again. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to go in another place, but I'm coming. I'm coming, y'all. Okay. Um, once again, we, I mean, we've just been sitting here talking about um, what we've learned um, what we learned growing up in, in, a, in, a, in the American education system that did not serve us. Um, I think, um, or I, I plead with black mothers who are right now um, at home. Um, uh, yeah just we are we whew, we are it's it's so much and i know um i think it's i think it, it it's got to be trauma response that we um sometimes we think that there's nothing we can do um when we're just we're just a mom or we're just um I don't know just some other you right. know black woman right. out there with children you know there's some stuff we've got to suck up and there's some ways that our children have to mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. get with so that they can make it out here so they can live um I I want I want so much for those of us who 
have um, the space and quite possibly the opportunity to um, consider um, removing our children from this system that did not serve us and I don't believe serves our children well, um, I just would encourage, um, I would encourage you to, <laughs> oh Lord, like, um, leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny because we, we um, ooh, I, you know, I'm not gonna say any names, there is a there is a woman um, who is who is very very popular on social media. Um, she's a white woman, and um, she has a message that has messages that have enthralled um, women. I think all across America, and um, um, mm-hmm. I, I remember I, I I read her I read one of her books. Um, people were talking about it and. I just said, let me go on in here and, you know, see right, what's, right, it's like right. watching, you know, a, a, a Trump rally. Right. You just, you know, right. I just, I got to just watch right, this right. for myself <laughs> so I know what's going on here. Um, <laughs> um, and I remember her telling a story about um, um, her son asking about a necklace, you know, that uh, the other moms were wearing that she wasn't wearing and, um, she talked about the kind of mother that she is, and she's not that kind of mother, you know, that's mm-hmm. going to wear the the names around her neck. Um, and I thought, this message is so not helpful mm-hmm. for Black mothers. We got to wear mm-hmm. our baby's names around our necks. There's some stuff that we we should allow ourselves to be for our children. It might be hard. And you know what? Mm-hmm. You are, you love your career. You love what you do. Um, it brings you so much joy. And this might feel like just another sacrifice. And yes, you love your babies, regardless of, you know, um, where you work and how you do it. But in this time, and shoot, as long as we've been raising these children, and I don't know if some of us are just now waking up as much because we're now allowed to, because we've been suppressed, we're allowed to now, we're feeling like we're allowed to, I just say lean into that. Um, Some of these messages um, are not for us. We gotta have our babies, Mm -hmm. we have to because nobody else does. And even if they did, nobody's got these babies like we do. And so I just, I just want us to lean into that um, and trust that um, whatever it, whoever God put in our, in, our, in our wombs or in our hearts that we are raising, that he, he, he gave us. Um, right. He gave us what we need Absolutely. to to see this through. Um, right. There are going to be gaps in their education, regardless. We have uh, we. How okay. many of us are just now learning some stuff? Right. Everybody didn't right. grow up celebrating Juneteenth. Right. Okay. We had hot dogs and fireworks. 
And so, right. um, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> We've got Google. If they don't know it now, <laughs> by the time, look, if you, if we, if we just stay on that path of um, allowing them to explore and love, um, and 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 love um, um, moving forward in wisdom and growth and learning, they'll they'll find their way, and we'll be there with them as they as they journey on to the the next phase of their that life. Was, and so I just want I mean, I, I think just, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. I think that, yeah. you know, with everything going on right now in society, um, I do think that, well, one, I think that the black mothers have always been on high alert. I mean, forever, you know? Um, mm. And I know mm. that, I think you're right. I think a lot of us are are waking up and I, I think that also comes with it's so in your face that you have no other choice but to wake up, you know, mm. but to have hard conversations with mm. with yourself, with, you know, friends, Absolutely. community members. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like mm-hmm. our back is against a wall. And we are, whether we want uh-huh. to, whether or not, you know, we have to take more of a stand to protect our babies, you know? And I, and I feel like that has, in a sense, always been the plight of the black mother, um, is that, that, so it, 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 it exists within us, you know, um, and has for generations. Um, and yes. I think that we are finally yes. coming to the point where we're like, okay, well, that, that does mean I'm going to start to homeschool my children. Or that does mean, you know, we're, we're starting to branch mm-hmm. out and, and mm-hmm. there's a beautiful uh, transition that I see happening. Um, but that's th- also surrounded with a lot of trauma, you know, um, there's a, a lot of heartache. Absolutely. Is, you know, that is ours and and again yes. that is generational. So I think that I'm really appreciative of yes. um, you know, meeting other women like you on platforms like Instagram. Um, because it's so nice to know that you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, okay. because in some places, like we, right. we be out here, like just, you know, it's nice so. to just be like, wait a minute, what, 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 what's she talking about? You know, it is. It's just it's so nice to have you know that yes, village, even yes. if it is virtual, because it is. It's so essential, yes. and you know, it's comforting, and it's just it's so yeah, it's comforting, uh, wonderful when we can yeah. we can speak about our experiences and learn from one another and just have that sense of community. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. thank you again. I really appreciate you yeah. for for you know just being you and sharing your gifts with us today. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, your IG handle. Thank you. Is thank you. This black home. Um, so please, you guys, give Chris a follow yes. just to check up on her and her babies and just to see, you know, a little bit more into her world. And um, yeah. yeah, thank you again for coming <laughs> on to my podcast. And 
Yeah, no problem.